2: Hello, and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. Uh, my name's Phil Whelans. With me this week, it's great to have him back, it's uh, Benji Lanyardo. Hey. Benji, Benji, as you'll remember, is, uh, well, uh, let's say, if you, if like me, you write countless magazine articles for Vogue and uh, Rolling Stone, <laughs> and you ask the picture editor to find you a photograph of a, of a, 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 a... Anything at a, all. A, a duck on a skateboard. or um, Shaking Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> using a lathe <laughs> you would go to reuters or uh, getty images or one of those people but benji has come up with a business model that is an antidote to those corporations which in fact enslave photographers Correct. Don't they? and very uh, good b- barely enough smoked salmon to for one <laughs> visit to the dark room uh that's our, our,
3: our business model this uh, is it yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Pickfair is Benji's company, and uh, it, is a, it is a fair trade uh, photograph uh, depository, home of photographs, electric home of photographs. And that is our tagline. Yes, yes, yes. If you're an electric, electric home of photographs, That's the, <laughs> the, home, <laughs> the online home of photographs collected, not in, in celluloid a dark room, but online. Online. That, I, I don't know how to answer that. That's perfect. Pickfair.com. Pickfair.com. Visit it and
3: look at the pictures is And we impression. actually have hired somebody via this podcast. They ah. discovered Pickfair. Through this podcast, through this podcast, yeah, a guy called Jay Douglas who is now working in sales for Pickfair, fantastic guy who discovered Pickfair through this podcast and is now working for us.
2: That's fantastic. We're putting people together. We're making connections. I think a lot of there were um, there were some people that joined the the LGBT the Pride of Irons group through, through hearing it discussed on this podcast. So ah, we, nice. we've, we've done good there. Also with us, um and it's great to have him back. It's Tony Way. Hello. Tony, as you know, is a, an actor, a hugely uh, an actor who plays a huge, very huge varying part of a varying a varying tranche of roles he plays, many of whom are killed. Yep. I wonder if you've have you been killed since uh, has have you played the characters oh, being a character that's been killed since you were last on? Very good question. What have you been roll you through, were on sort through. of November last year maybe yeah, so let me think. you've done successful haven't you
4: Murdered yeah, successful yeah i may have no i didn't die in that one. didn't die in that <laughs> i've actually survived since then excellent you but i think i've sort of been beaten a lot too <laughs> i mean i've been beaten a lot right it's gone from dying death to beaten
3: notable death credits
4: uh, every ben Wheatley film about but, but high rise and doctor doctor who i did with ben Wheatley, um uh, I die about 2,000 to 10,000 times in Live, Die, Repeat because it's a time loop film but I die in every... I mean, I die in everything.
2: But not um, since November. Yeah, in fact, I texted... I texted Tony whilst watching Game of Thrones which, I'd got, I out, Game of Thrones, which yeah. I'd got out of Crouch End Library on DVD and I went, hang in there, Tony, or something and he went, you haven't got very far. Oh, that's where
4: I remember sitting yeah, 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 dying. T- Always yeah, well, just think about death and then uh, yeah. my face yes. appears.
2: Good for you. Um But uh yes, you're you're like Ben Wheatley's muse. You're like his muse, aren't you? Yeah, I mean it, like, um... sort of. I think
4: you protect a muse, don't you? You don't just kill it off. No.
2: No, I suppose not. No. <laughs> you to. Um Alfred Hitchcock must have had one or two blonde actresses that yeah. were in several of his films yeah. and were
4: probably ben, killed in. Ben obsesses over me just the way got did over them. <laughs> over, over Tippi yeah. Hedron. He's always coming around throwing birds at me. Yeah,
3: yeah. There's the guy in Starship Starship Troopers who loses his legs is the guy who loses his arms in Total Recall. Michael Ooh. Ionside. Yes. Michael Ironside. So that, may, maybe that's There's
4: where you need to move on to. poor man's Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. Michael okay, yes, Yeah. Well, the, yeah. So the, mid, so the mid-level Jack Nicholson is... Um, Oh, what's his face? Christian uh, Slater. Slater. Yeah, so this yeah. is the 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 budget version. When
2: Heather's came out, that was literally like a man doing a yeah. a jack. Nicholson impression. Yeah, it was Jack Nicholson high over oh, right, his cocaine. Yeah. It's, it's extraordinary, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh during the course of this podcast we will uh we will talk about football at some point. Uh oh, yeah, yeah. since we were last with you, uh there have been two games, uh both of which we lost three two. The Bournemouth game, which Jim and I went to. Uh Jim can't be here today. Uh but uh we, we had a lovely day out to Bournemouth. I collected him from the Priory at um about eight in the morning and uh we got in his car and and and, and then I realised he didn't own a car and <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of muffled shouting and banging from the boot and uh, yeah it was someone from the primary um, but we met up with Michelle Gabriel um, uh, and her son Tom and uh, had a lovely day out uh, bar the result extraordinary ground it's eleven thousand mm. eleven thousand seats Bournemouth and it's really like uh, watching a You know, watching Sutton United or something like that. The players, you can more or less put a hand on them as they take a throw in. Sort of great, great to see that. And a contrast to the Thunderdome that we're now
4: in. Quite. What's that like? The
2: upper Trevor Brooking stand? Yeah. yeah. That's 11, yes. Probably yeah.
3: I'm jealous because the the uh, Bournemouth away was my number one away target this year mm. and I fell short by one priority point. So you need to have about 20-odd priority points or as Jim does a away <laughs> yeah. season ticket yeah. to get Bournemouth tickets because it's such a small mm. allocation. The allocation
2: is 1,000. Oh, so yeah. you're already oh, right. nearly a tenth of their crowd. Yeah. Really? That's if if so you turn up with a bunch away. Yeah, yeah.
3: Right, Jim, that's dibs on next year. Phil's, won- Phil's gone this year. I'm taking <laughs> next year, thank you very much. That's not how it works, Benji. <laughs> well, well it's not how it works. I just said
2: did still. But it was a... Uh, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> it isn't, binding, it, isn't, it, think, it yeah. isn't how it works. So, yeah. But, um, you know, we can more or less sort of fold it into a discussion of the kind of Leicester game as well because a lot of the same things. We really are serially not coming out the traps in, hmm. in yeah. the beginnings yeah, of it, games yeah. now. We were doing that a lot at the beginning of the season. Obviously, the, you know... um uh, West Brom away, we conceded, you know, like three before half time or something. Yeah. City away, yeah. uh, both I went to both of those games, and we just didn't turn up. You know, we just didn't. You know, the other teams sort of come out of the traps really quick and we're just not ready. We're not ready for the whistle. Well, there's the two. There's
4: two West Ham's this this season. It seems there's the one that when we're losing, I mean, when we lose mm-hmm. a game, there's two West Ham's. There's the one that is just beaten within, but seven minutes. Yes, two goals. Two goals in then seven you have minutes. this the one that lost to Chelsea the other day, where they come out steaming for yeah. the first half an hour, 20 minutes, yeah. and then throw it away slowly. Yes, yes. And Chelsea were brilliant. I mean, you can't yeah, argue yeah, with yeah. that. They were great. But that's the, we seem to be losing both ways. Yes,
2: that's right. Yes, terrifying. yes. terrifying. Just- and it's worrying, in fact. I mean, you know, we are... Um, because both Bournemouth and certainly Chelsea, mm. I think some of us walked away from Chelsea going, you know, the mistakes were bad. Mm. But actually there was a half a game of possibly the best we've played in in that stadium, in yeah. in that Chelsea match, but sort of in the same game. And we're losing games playing badly and losing games playing well. And yeah. it's, you know, the possibility of being sucked in, it's one of those things like, you know, oh, it's going to be, the vote's going to be remain and, <laughs> uh, oh, Hillary's going to win. That you sort of go, you know, oh, we're not going to go down. We're playing awfully, but we're not going to, but, but you're kind of going, well, you know, lose... There is a slight. These are two games we sort of were looking to win, really. Leicester or Bournemouth, teams below us. Slight caveats on on
3: both, like Bournemouth, and this seems to happen to us rather a lot. Bournemouth arrested their slide the week before we played the, yeah. with Dead draw at United. Mm. And Leicester, as we know, have, have absolutely turned 180 degrees since since Ranieri went. And and what we got in that first 20-odd minutes this weekend was Leicester of last season.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um,
3: and and to be fair to us, I guess, Leicester of last season are one of the most compelling teams in recent Premier League yes, history. Yes. So it's yeah. not... and again, <clears throat> As you say, Chelsea are Chelsea. And they, yeah. they, they were so brutal in punishing our mistakes, there wasn't a huge amount we can do. No, no. For, for me, the alarm bells aren't going. But there is certain clear narratives are emerging, which is we're really poor defensively at the moment. We're, however, you, you can sort of offset that by saying, when we get our asses in gear, we're really, really good going forward at the moment. It's just... You can't do both. You, yeah. You can't do both. Otherwise, you become a sort of Keegan-esque team that will, but but not quite good enough to win those games.
2: Tony, your dad had uh, texted you five words to describe yes. the so, game. Yeah, I couldn't it's, make uh, it to the
4: Leicester game because I was on holiday. on holiday. So the match report from my dad. I said five words. He's he's texting me what reads out actually a bit like a odd haiku. It's five words. Yep. But he's given some brackets to each Ah, yeah, yeah. Slow mm-hmm. to start, mm-hmm. steaming at the finish. Blind first half passing, shy of the ball, nervous for the future.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I
4: don't know. I don't know. So, how. No, I think that's isn't... right.
2: I think um, a sp- everything in the second half that worked in the midfield didn't work in the first half. Every pass in the first half was under hit or over hit. Um, someone, you know, went for a give and go that didn't come back to them, or someone. You know, gave the give for a give and go went, and the person didn't see the go. <laughs> really? You know, they just they they. Too many players in that first half were below par, and actually there were some that were kind of below par for the whole game. I thought uh, oddly until he went off with his injury, Obiang was sort of out of sorts. Mm. Uh, Fernandez in that first when he
3: replaced him was excellent.
2: Fernandez was excellent. Yes, yeah. best, best game I've seen him for West Ham. Yes, yeah. definitely. Um, Antonio, I thought. Uh, you know, didn't have his best game for us, and, and what, what by his high standards. Yeah. But, what, but what's very apparent about him, and this this doesn't change really, regardless of whether he's having a great game or a bad game, is he has no guile <laughs> whatsoever. There's just no, you know, he isn't a sort of. Sometimes when they're really cooking, sort of Obiang and Lanzini and Noble, and maybe you know someone like IU certainly Sacco and Valencia last season, had almost Arsenal-like intricate ball play between mm-hmm. them. Antonio would not really be a part of that necessarily. No, and
3: Lan- they picked out Lanzini for that in match of the day. And, and and what they were saying, as always, match of the day, is, is slightly hamming it up. But he has developed this kind of confidence and centrality in our team over the last few weeks that... Is the epitome of that guy. The the thing with Antonio, it reminds me. I can't remember who. I think it was Barney Rene in the Guardian once described Lukaku as a runaway fridge. <laughs> where, and, and Antonio's got something of that yes, about him. That yeah. when he gets going, my mm. god, you try and
2: stop it's him. But, a new but you're hill. right. He's yeah.
3: he's not a, he's not a player of real sort of subtlety.
2: He's a, he's a bit like a you know perhaps not quite as good Moses. And 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 I remember saying about oh, Moses last Moses. season. He's better than mm. Moses uh well, i 'm not sure i 'd agree, but but you know so let 's say they 're the same but they they 're <laughs> slight self starters they quite often begin whatever it <laughs> yeah, is they do yeah, and yeah, they yeah. sort of do yeah. it all on their own they yeah. don 't link up plays not really part of their sort of game but um yeah, but too many of us you know it was. Uh, like an, you know, another one of your dad's words because the thing about passing, but also slow. We just came out the block mm. slowly. Leicester were really at it, and we weren't. We mm. were just not at it. Same with Bournemouth. Bournemouth, we also. I suppose one thing that the, that joins those two games is that because of the injury to Noble, the Leicester game for for about sixteen minutes or something until Reed went off went. Uh, had the lineup that people were slightly crying out for. Pushing for, for yeah. Coyote not at right-back, but mm-hmm. it holding midfield. Byram, who is a right-back, at right-back. Uh, Lanzini in the middle rather than on the wings. At Bournemouth, it started with, the guy you want in the middle is wide left. Um, the guy you want will ride right is up top, yeah. Antonio. Fagioli is out on the wing. Chiatti, who you want in the middle, is at right back. Everything is like, just needs moving around. Yeah, yeah. You I know,
4: mean, Q- a- right back is worse than Antonio at right back I do not yes, yeah, think yes. I'd see anyone worse at right back no, no.
3: Byron was another positive to come out of the game I think I, 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 ultimately I, I think Byron's got a low ceiling I don't, I don't think he, you're going to get much more ever than an 8 out of 10 performance for him and I think he was sort yeah. of bordering on maybe 7 at the, at the weekend and, and another positive I thought was Ayu it, it is very yes. very clear that Ayu is a significant upgrade on Fuguli in that position he's got a real brain on him Ayu he, he cocked up his one on one and that was Really difficult to take, but mm. broadly speaking,
2: I think he's a good footballer. He's and yes, paid twenty. Own, I totally agree. We slowly, paid twenty million slowly. pounds yeah. for him. Play him, yeah. surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and he's better. And he's also he's better than Antonio up front. With yes, Carol, you I know, so. uh, or yeah. close to Carol. So, However, you're playing because, because he has, he because he does have a bit of guile about him. Antonio should be on one of the wings yeah. running So, do you, you, know, do you agree that.
3: that, that, that our, right now, let's assume Sacco's permanently crocked, which he kind of is, that, that our perfect front three is Carol with Antonio and you either side?
2: Yeah. I would, I mean, I would sort of, because we've seen twice this season, uh, Bilic fix, a problem by either going from three five two two four four two, mm. or f- the other way around three five two two four four two. Uh, that might have been what I just said, but you know, <laughs> the, the other you know it's gone from one to the other, and from the yeah. other one to the previous one both times. So I think we should have the we should have the capacity to switch to the other form, you know, in, in all yeah. games, and we sort of generally do.
4: The slight issue you have there is that you are completely and utterly relying on Carol I mean, there's nothing else you can do. About no, that. no. Uh, I don't know. We must have other strikers on our books. <laughs> I don't know why none of them are... Well, Cagliari and Fletcher. They're never given a go. I but but
3: like, Carroll is, is a vastly superior player to any of those. The only person that can... Fit, when he's
4: fit. Sure, he I've can't been. play 90 minutes every week. Just yeah, I agree. No, Sacco's
3: back in training, which is encouraging by... You know, he's but more I, of a croc than Carroll. But it? but it's an under-told I story, though. Know.
2: I think, you know, you've got to... Billich has to have a look at his kind of out and out thinking and tactics. If it is, if Carroll is that guy, because the fast attacking breaks that 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 Leicester, you know, predicate their sort of style on. That was a bit like us last year. You know, Mm. away at Arsenal, away at Liverpool, Mm. it was breaking with pace. And Carroll doesn't give you that. Carroll, sure, what what he does when a sort of Allardyce type 4-5, sort of four five, one doesn't work, is he sort of comes and joins the midfield now because mm-hmm. he gets a bit bored. So you're kind of playing with six yeah. guys just running and around weirdly, in the middle of He half.
4: used to be pretty good at breaking, Carol He just isn't Do you know what? given that chance anyway. We- oh, you don't play that way when he's no. there because he's so big, you know. Well,
3: totally. And a few weeks ago, I can't remember which game it was. I think it was Chelsea. Um, I found I found myself I found myself asking myself a sort of almost metaphysical question, which is: if you are breaking with Mark Noble and Andy Carroll, does it still count as a break? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> that actually happened and it was genuinely hilarious seeing <laughs> yeah. us yeah. trying to break. Yeah, with yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes you would get a sort of a, a, my, a, a sort of a braquette involving yeah. Mark Noble and he would literally sabotage his own break by doing that 360 degree yeah. thing he no, doesn't doing, go doing right I better Parker, slow this yeah. down let's yeah. slow things yeah. down now and I'll I'll go to two yards further back from where I just was yeah. by doing my 360 it's degree it's quite
3: clever it's working out do you know what? I haven't got this in me so I'm going to stop it right now yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Do, I know
4: we're running out of time but can I just also give a special mention to Andy Carroll's fabulous airheader yeah. which led to their second goal yes it was extraordinary yes. Where he sort of headed it with his ponytail <laughs> yes and then it, it was brilliant
2: that's happened twice for goals because yeah. um the west bromwich albion equalizer was defending a corner if Carroll yes. um sort of in a way unchallenged had risen to head the ball away we would have won that game 2-1 uh, mm. mm-hmm. but Obiang, just the top of Obiang's head, took it away from yeah. uh, from Carol's head and they scored yeah, uh, from it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're just gonna take a little break now and we'll be back after this.
0: such as Mr. George Decay. Star Trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk.
2: Welcome back. Um... But the second half of uh, that game, it did have there, there. There were positives. I thought Byram was very good. In the second half, we did a lot of putting crosses in, but I felt they were slightly speculative and not really to anyone.
3: Carroll's not quite at Pete Carroll yet, where he's causing absolute havoc. He's he seems like he's just a yard short of quite a lot yeah, of these balls. Yeah, and, and and I hope within a few <laughs> weeks he's there. I mean, as you said, mate, like you're always just. Wincing every time he goes up for a header. There was one where he kind of like did this Superman dive across the Leicester centre back, and you're just thinking. Andy,
4: you know what happens periodically
3: yeah. to your body. Your you, joints are made of spaghetti.
4: Is this really <laughs> the right thing to it's do? It's that combo of that you, you really admire his commitment. To the yeah, head, yeah, but and then you're so fearful he's going to smash the pieces. Well, Billich that. said it himself in one of his standard columns. He
3: was like, I'm having to tell, tell Andy Carroll not to give 1,000% in training. I was like, <laughs> well done, Slavin. But then Andy Carroll got injured in training the next week.
2: Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, Because that, you know, that happened a lot, especially with Jarvis and Downing in the team, is that they, it seems that they're almost honouring their Optimus stats more than seeing what's happening in the game. Because Jarvis would... You know, sometimes you'd see him think about hitting it low across the box and go, no, I'll, I'll dink it to sort of head height, regardless Anywhere. of whether Carroll's there or not. So it just gets yeah. caught by the goalkeeper. And that happens. Schmeichel caught quite a few on Sunday in mm. the second half. Well, he, and, he and was exceptional, think, yeah. I sort of think, why make that cross if you really aren't... 80 percent sure that one of our players will get it. When you've got two big blokes, central defenders in the box, and a goalkeeper, and you sort of put the ball at the, the perfect height for any of those three to deal with it, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know, it's sort of. I'd rather hit it low and hope that there's a bit of leg pinball. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and there's the, 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 always the crowd of just have
4: crowd of just have a shot.
2: It, yeah, yeah. It's, a,
4: it's sort of it's not a tactical thing to do but it's sort of true sometimes yes. have a proper shot yeah, you don't yeah. always have to search for the thing you did in training
3: the slight caveat is is that if that game had lasted for another 20 minutes we, we, we would have won it and and even though the way we were playing up to Carroll an, an unfit Carroll was, was, was slightly um, repetitive he did actually I think I was, I was looking at the stats he created four goal scoring opportunities he got an assist mm-hmm. he won 20 odd aerials like it, it, I don't actually think the problem necessarily on on Saturday was anything chronic or really fatal I I think that ultimately we were up against a team that won the league last year and when I say that I mean that was the Leicester team they were playing in the way that won them the league last year Mm -hmm. and I think we have there's a slight expectation management thing going on here and I I wonder if you're going to come on to talk about the Mark Noble comments in the Yes because I, ultimately, right now, we are a mid-table side. We are sort of plus-minus three, three positions, maybe. Mm-hmm. And there is part of this, this move to this new, you know, Coliseum that I think a lot of fans are, are now suddenly expecting instant uh, grandeur and a, an inevitable march up the league. And when Mark Noble said, do you know what, some of these fans don't actually know what they're talking about – I agreed with him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he got <laughs> a hammering for it. And, yeah. and, and so what's happened in the last few weeks is we lost to the, the team that are running away with the league. We lost to a very, very good team at home in Bournemouth mm-hmm. who had just come out of a slump. When teams come out of a slump, mm-hmm. they tend to move on with momentum. And we just lost to, to last year's champions. I don't think this is any kind
4: of crisis. Uh, That's uh, I think not, it's just yeah. frustrating in that it's a lot of it is unforced errors. Yeah, uh, It's so. defensively, and it's those bits of the defence that every single fan has been complaining about for the last two seasons Mm -hmm. and they haven't got a a decent right back. But what is it? I
3: can't well, I put my finger on it with our defence.
4: Like what is our problem in defence?
3: I
2: sort of- Well at the beginning of the season I think a defence works as a unit and, and those those uh, you know, the Watford, the um the West Brom and the City because our full backs were like, you know, there was this new guy because Cresswell wasn't there, and then there's an attacking midfielder at right back. So our full backs, you know, I think they sort of you know they work a lot, sort of, with each other, uh, the back four of a team, and I think that Good that, time. you know, Ogbonna and well, actually, at the beginning of the season he started with Collins, and uh, I'll sort of come to, onto that in a minute because mm. he just doesn't, you know, Winston Reed was injured. There's a centre back on the bench, but he'd rather move an attacking midfielder mm. to the centre for, to centre back than play Collins. You just go, well, sell him in the summer. Also, that you know. We can't really and and we won't, but why did you then sell Tompkins if, mm. if you know yeah, if yeah, if, well. if you if you sign this, you know and and we say aging, he's thirty three and I've Vincent Company's probably about thirty three. There's mm. lots of you know, mm. for a central defender that's that's not particularly old. But he did sign a thirty three year old to a new contract and let a twenty seven year old go. Yeah, and and then played Collins over Ogbonna, which seemed like a mistake at the beginning of the season, and then dropped Collins, and now Collins is really sort of out of the frame. Twice, I think, he's had a central defender on, a bit, on the pitch, but moved someone else to the central defensive position oh, instead I, um, of playing Surely
4: think. Collins would make a better right-back than a midfielder. I still Wouldn't, think it would if be... That, me, if, you're, yeah. if you're getting to the point where you're getting an attacking winger... To, to play right back right, yeah. surely Collins is a better choice no. if he's I think if, if anything Painfully
3: Phil what you're saying right. about the issue with continuity I think that probably if you had to put your finger on one thing that's probably it I think I remember I, I remember um, looking up the last time we played a right-back at right-back for two consecutive mm. games. And it was something like last February. Mm. And actually since, I remember mentioning that on this pod, well, suddenly Chiate's become a right-back. He's our latest yeah. mm. right-back in inverted commas. So, yeah. But the
2: thing about the you know the level we're at as well is that Byram, you know, people on you know social media are, are sort of rather sneery and dismissive about Byram, don't think he's mm. very good. But, uh, you know, at the level we're at, he's... He's our level, you know. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and another, another thing is, I mean, I thought, I thought that um, Saturday. Oh, by the way, I thought Masuaku. Masuaku's got the. He's got well. the chops of a midfielder. Mm. He's he's uh, he got a great range of passing. Kills a ball When it's passed to him No matter what speed He's quite a flashy Footballer Mm -hmm. He's quite a classy player He is one of those That then might be Really suspect defensively And certainly was At the beginning of the season I feel that
4: there's A few players That have come in At the beginning of the season Late last season Who have been Just written off Yeah And they've never been Really given Maybe they have been Given a second chance They've certainly not been Given a third And they're just they sort of they don't get clapped on they they get almost sort of ironically sort of cheered when they when anything good I I mean Faguli scored two games back and three games back. And there wasn't a, it wasn't a proper It, still it was be, really yeah. Strange, yeah, it's still kind of written off. Thing, going you know, know. like a sort of ironic ankle. It's, it's to do with what we scored, were, we were
3: sort of told, I guess, is that, you know, this, this is a... And, and this is this contributed to Paya leaving, I think, is, is that we were told that we were going to be getting some real blockbuster mm. signings, and, and, and we just didn't. The Fuguli thing, I've I, I, I realised what it is that does my head in about Fuguli. Um, and it was the thing that did my head in about, about Masuaka until this game. He has an amazing habit of doing something really good and then instantly doing something really bad. <laughs> yeah. Just as you're like, ah, do you know what, that Figuli's all right. He'll do yeah. something stupid. Yeah.
2: And vice versa. Um, Fernandez, I thought, was very good when he came on because I... Uh, It really made me cross with Fletcher and Fernandes is that, you know, while they're at that age, a commodity that you should really be able to rely on is youthful enthusiasm. And I've seen them sort of come on quite a lot and kind of just do their job a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a game, I can't remember which game it was, but um, um, Fletcher started and didn't once try and close the goalkeeper down Right. When a back pass right, went in, right. and the second half he did, and I think the whole team had had a rocket. But it's like when you're young, that's exactly what you, you should scamper yeah. around like a terrier. For remember what Cole
4: was like when he was young, yeah. very young, and yeah. look at Marcus on, Rashford this last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given
3: his
2: chance, he sees it so, absolutely. Yeah, not, and uh, Fernandez, just, yeah. yeah, I just sort of saw you know Fernandez go sort of shoulder to shoulder with someone and sort of give up because they went past him. But I think being told. See what Obiang does. You do that. Mm-hmm, do yeah. that. Do what he does. That's the best bit of football I've seen um, Fernandez play, and I thought he was good. I thought he was good. I'm I'm encouraged. It,
3: I think you're right. He did a bit of everything in his sort of cameo. He was mm, good. He he broke quickly. He broke up play in the kind of Obiang role. Yes. He distributed the ball well. All all of the subs. Who, who was the third sub? So there was Masuaku who did all right. There was um, well Byron Fernandez. came on
2: and. I oh, know, Byram started. Uh, so, Can't, Oh,
3: Snodgrass came on, didn't Snowgrass, he? Snodgrass, yeah. Um, actually, I, I was referring to Byron. The three players who you might have put Christian Marks over
2: have acquitted themselves quite well, I thought. Hmm. Um, before we leave it, Randolph, um, you know... I, uh, history's been a little unfair to Adrian now, I think. Again, in talking about the kind of level of footballer that we can, we can realistically expect to get there seems to be a sort of slight um disconnect when people think about goalkeepers compared to outfield players mm. is that the people you know people sort of don't complain because Antonio's not as good as Messi, mm. <laughs> but goalkeepers don't escape that at all it's like no. you know and uh, adrianne you know one of the sort of facebook groups that 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 goes with this podcast uh this is someone who just absolutely just hated adrian from the beginning kind of went his distribution's awful and i sort of thought well i've been to every home game i think Mm. and i've seen him sort of kick it into the crowd accidentally you know Mm. maybe twice you know in this week that this guy says oh his distribution's awful um qpr and man city came to us um Joe Hart kicked it into the crowd accidentally and put his hand up in apology, and Robert Green did. Once each in either of those games. (laughs) If you've seen it twice, Samadrian, in 19 home games. And, you know, two guys come that you only see once, and they do it once each in that game. It's like that thing when uh, in the the Avram Grant season, about three times in half a season, Mark Noble... Over enthusiastically tackling, gave a free kick away, sort of just right. outside the area, and now it is a bit like that "you fuck one sheep" joke. People <laughs> still go, "Oh, Noble's a liber- he's a he's a liability. Yeah. He gives away things." You go, "No, you just remember that, and it's that's totally your right. lazy piece of p- armchair football critic football, pub assessment." Football fans are amazing at turning a few
3: isolated events into it. That's into what a chain this players like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, um, the the thing with Adrian, the problem I have. Is that I'm unable to have a real, prop- a real opinion about him because when he scored that penalty, yeah, that's yeah exactly what I was going to bring. Yeah. He
4: stole a piece of yes. my heart yeah, forever. Yeah.
3: Therefore, yeah. my judgment cannot also, be trusted. That should be he one was of- amazing
4: last. He really <laughs> was. He was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. so I mean, you never ever would have guessed he would be the second choice keeper this season at the end. No,
2: of no, last no. Season. no. And, I, and I actually, I think they're of a very equal very level. Very similar. Absolutely. They're... They're. they're um, Randolph is really bad at coming off his line. He's really indecisive at mm. coming off his line. Adrian is very decisive, and oh, yeah. the, the thing that got him, dropped yeah, you're right. was yeah, was he was wrong. Yeah. But at least he made a fucking decision. They both got their off ups, his line. They're,
4: they're both great keepers. Yeah, yeah. I'm ama- I think that the thinking would have been that one would be for cup and Europe, and one would be for Premier. Yes, yes. And those have we don't gone know away. So not. now, would I you think chosen, Would you take Joe I think Hart? you'd be mad not to. So, so would
3: you put him... Because I think what, what Phil's saying is totally right. The margins between a great goalkeeper or a perceived mm. great goalkeeper and a quite good one is relatively slim. And uh, whilst I think that Joe Hart probably is in an echelon slightly above those yeah, two, yeah. it's not dramatically... I but, don't think so. so I think yeah. if
4: you're... There's only 11 of you, aren't there? There's, only mm-hmm. t- there's 20 of you. 20, you're the, and in the Premier League, which means you're probably in the top 50 goalkeepers in the world if you're a Premier yeah. League goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. So they're all going to be pretty they're good. They're all right. You're, totally right. you're not there. I mean, if they
2: didn't make mistakes, goals wouldn't be scored. No, and it's yeah. rarely yeah. their fault. Yeah, yeah. It's so rarely And who really
3: are the world-class keepers in the Premier League? The ones that you can absolutely say, like without hesitation. It's probably Courtois, yeah. it's um it's what's his Check name at Spurs, his, his Check. Time. Check is on his on his way out. Well yeah. you
2: know that guy uh, that Watford have now, Gomez, mm. who he, he looks all right to me now. When yeah, he first yeah. came to Spurs, he they spent quite a lot of money on him and he was kinda of calamitous. Yeah, yeah. So he was sort of tarred with this brush of he is a joke. Yeah. He is a joke. Would you remember and he's absolutely fine. Would you remember
4: Czech's first game when he moved? If you if he'd come from oh, a, yeah, a team us. you didn't know. Yeah he you, you would have, have gone this guy's he yeah, yeah. It's saying because he was at Jail all that
2: time before. One thing that came out of uh, the, Portsmouth ga- um, sorry, the Portsmouth game, the Leicester game, um, which we'll talk about, uh, uh, I, uh, as you know, I get these emails from the club, uh, uh, we often do, and this one is uh, there's an email from the treatment room, uh, from Stin Vandenbroek, who is head of medical and sports science. And I thought I'd read it out. It's one of the things uh, uh, he says... Um, On top of a disappointing result, the Leicester game has taken its toll on the squad. Pedro Obiang suffered a serious ankle injury and will miss the rest of the season. Manager Slavin Bilic sees this injury injury as a direct consequence of his being picked to play for the team, and a vindication of his decision earlier in the season to leave him out, even though it was obvious to literally everyone in the world that he was really good. If Pedro hadn't been repeatedly playing football, said the manager, this horrible injury might never have happened. In not playing our right-back Sam Byram at right back, or at all, I may be saving his life. <laughs> Winston Reed, arguably in the form of his life, was therefore furious after limping off with over 18 minutes on the clock. He raged. <laughs> but ever the fighter, he vowed to return stronger than ever. <laughs> he boomed. Winston then enthused about his new defensive partner, Jose Fonte. He gushed. <laughs> A hamstring strain will force Mikhail Antonio to withdraw from the England squad. The medical staff was slow to recognize this injury as one of Mikhail's trademark goal celebrations involves clutching the back of his thigh and grimacing with pain. Mikhail is distraught at missing out on an England place as he's been working closely with choreographer Arlene Phillips on a goal celebration which involves picking up Raheem Sterling and holding him aloft whilst the rest of the players bow down. You know, like that bit in The Lion King. Mikhail's rehabilitation has already begun. Paul Work allows players to mobilise muscles whilst keeping weight off the leg and Mikhail has already created several Busby Barkley style routines with a local girls synchronised <laughs> swimming team once he's able to put weight on the leg we intend to start Mikhail on some gentle pop and lock before moving on to moonwalking with the development squad medical staff hope to have him back in time for the Arsenal game for which he is preparing a celebration recreating Tony Adams drink driving conviction <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but those, Thanks, those guys are nice. out Excellent a read uh, ob yeah. ends out until the end of the season. How about Antonio bad San Antonio well, he's missing the England game this week, and they think he could be four four weeks, oh, something like shit. that. And Reed, they think, could be four weeks as well.
4: well. Ter- Reed is more terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I think midfield, we've got cover, but I don't know what we do. No,
2: no. We do we look a Reed. bit of
3: a different team without Antonio, I think. There's less yeah. thrust. We're less dangerous at yeah. the yeah. break, yeah.
2: But I think yeah. IU coming in, maybe yes, sort of that right. might I think be the... We'll play oh, Snodgrass way. was very ordinary, I thought, mm. against Leicester. I mean, he's yet to have a
3: game where I'm like, oh, this guy, Snodgrass, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he was he was a real um, he was a big fish in a relatively small pond. Yeah. At the hull. Yeah. He's actually a sort of medium sized fish amongst other. I think we sized just had, had to, to splash
2: some cash, didn't we? If Hull yeah. went down, we could get him for four million in the summer. Well, yeah. I thought yeah. it was
3: yeah. purely a, a, it was just a replacement for Pié's free, kick free kicks delivery, or you know free kicks and corners. But actually, he only takes the
2: ones that are taken on the right hand side. Oh, Lanzini's left. one good, would not it? Well, oh, yeah, so great. good. Really. So good. And, and the keeper didn't fantastic. even move. The keeper who was having the game of his life didn't even move. No, no. You was,
4: know. I, I mean, now he'll probably take all of them and he won't score. The but Creswell but... scores good corners, does yeah. well, good free kicks. Well,
2: this yeah. is the
3: irony is that. Is that our, our, Lanzini's free kick or free kicks are exposing hold on, why do we spend eleven mil on snog again? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a funny one. But we'll we, see, we we love, see.
2: We
4: just keep buying midfielders. I don't know why we, yes, know we keep buying look, yeah, we can't yeah. help us. With. And yeah. they're all free yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, It's not
2: not the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean Torre, we must get rid of him because <laughs> it's, of, still it's like AyU is exactly. the good it's like are you. IU and Antonio are the good Figouli who is the better Torre. <laughs> yeah, right? right? All take, of them
4: are pretty yeah, good. Take the
2: one yeah. off the yeah. bottom. And now we've got Snodgrass as well. It's crazy. Yeah. Snodgrass has very little pace. That, um, yeah, you're so you right. You know, one of those guys have got to have pace. I think Fuguli is quicker than IU, but IU seems to have a better range of yeah, support. Of control. It's, and and it's, yeah, pass what and does fish. with
4: the speed is not always the no, greatest. No, no.
3: I worry with Snodgrass, we've fallen for the classic agent's trick of player has of course, yeah, amazing yeah. half a season and mm. it's like, quick, get
2: a move. Interesting,
4: know? we've got Hull next, haven't we? Yeah, I'm going. Yes, we do. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, so I've i got a ticket, I might not go there. <laughs>
4: it's a long way. How, yeah, is, is, long how is the European Capital of Culture it is, it is. Is that this year or next year? Yeah.
3: I mean, you can never tell. It's you know, so I mean,
2: cultural. whatever year it is, it's going to be roughly the same <laughs> hole. We know it's going to have it's going to have like a bonfire display and a little wax museum. Well, I, I'm
3: it. looking forward to the football, but also
2: the museums. Yeah, you yeah. know, because they do they have do they have those? Yeah, uh, yeah. They've there'll be musicians. There'll be musicians. Museums of uh industry up in Hull presumably isn't all of the north but, but if it's the, the capital of culture Dox,
4: there's old docks you can
2: always docks, have a yes. Good yes. look at the old for sure
3: like it's, it's the capital of culture surely you can't move for culture up there i mean that's, that's what i've heard about of, that's why i'm
2: yeah, going yeah <laughs> we have to wrap this up um we could briefly sort of say a sentence about uh um Last week, it was sort of deemed uh, convenient in a way that Noble had an injury that sort of dropped him out of the team because... And I didn't really see this article, but, uh, but, but there was a... Uh, I think I saw articles that quoted an article that pre-existed, which was Mark Noble, you know, lashes out mm. at fans and says they don't know what they're talking about, which sounded very un-Mark Noble. And I think in context... It, it it was uh, to do with the fact that he had been getting a lot of flack on social media, which oh. I haven't really seen. I've seen quite flack, a lot of it. Yes, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's. I think the the
4: more, I think he probably had a couple of bad games, and then the the more extreme people on He's Twitter and Facebook him, yeah, just yeah. go at him. And I think yeah, and then it gets the reporting of what he actually said is insane. Yeah. he didn't say anything. That
3: and I gotta say the the response to to, to Mark Nobles. <laughs> After a couple of bad performances mm. and something that might vaguely irk them is ridiculous if you are having a go at Mark Noble mm. on Twitter or Facebook have a long hard look at yourself yeah, no. that like we no one will ever claim that Mark Noble is some sort of Iniesta but in terms of a club servant someone that represents who we are and and frankly has continued to be good enough to be let's say in our squad maybe not always in our mm. first team despite mm. the fact that we've improved and improved and improved over the last five, ten years the guys are Marvel and mm. and, and, I, and I really can't understand and the, it.
4: The, the weird conspiracy theories that it gets to with some of these people that are on the more extreme. The more extreme commenters of, mm. because he's Mr. West Ham, he always gets a game. that's the only reason he gets a game. Yeah. And it's, then you can just go in a circle and say, yes, well, it's crazy, isn't how, it? how did he ever get there if he's that bad? Well, you actually, are, you know, you, know what, you put, put Mark
3: Noble in, into the middle of Arsenal's team and they'd play better. Yeah. They, he, he is a leader. He might not be, we were talking about this at the weekend, Phil. Mm. He might not be the best player. He might not actually be good enough to get in our first 11. Mm. But the impact he has as a captain is significant.
4: I mean, he's well, just I sh- made a couple of mistakes. Yeah. Really. That's it. He's, he's been a slight victim
2: run. over the years of his versatility because he, yeah. he started as a kind of an attacking midfielder mm. and it was Alan Kirbishley that sort of made him play as a kind of holding midfielder. And then you thought pretty much that uh, when we went down to the championship and that if Scott Parker stayed, you'd mm. be saying goodbye to Mark Noble because this new bloke was going to turn up called Kevin Nolan. And you thought, right, well they'll be yeah, they'll yeah. be the heart of the midfielder. But he sort of um You know, Allardyce played all three... Yeah. And then Parker went and it went back to being noble again. These and are the you same would sort of fans. thought he's out of the door. Obviously. These would be the same
3: fans, I'm sorry to say, that will have been losing their shits because he didn't get in the England squad last year. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Like, yeah. it, the, the people have got such short memories yeah. and when it comes to someone like Mark Noble, he, he has earned our respect and also a little bit of forgiveness when it comes to the occasional yeah. Yeah. bad performance. Also, yeah.
4: the, also, I think that every fan has the right to say he's had a bad game. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so they shouldn't be lumped in with the people that are just sort of full of bile
2: really but totally right that's it it um, because Allardyce was such a kind of divisive figure uh, Nolan then by default became a kind of touchstone for kind of argument in that people when when you said or one said or I said because I did uh He's a bit of a stumbling block in that midfield because someone more creative like Joe Cole when we had him or Ravel Morrison doesn't go in that kind of number 10 role where mm-hmm. they don't actually have to run around. About it. They've just got to be a kind of linchpin. Well, no, Nolan goes there and that was mm-hmm. a shame. But that's again, isn't really a reflection on Nolan's ability. It's a reflection on the manager sort mm-hmm. of, you know, yeah. uh, and, and, and any, any flack that comes. Noble's way because there are perhaps better players in than him in that position isn't a reflection on Mark Noble, it's a reflection on the manager. Yeah. And, you know, and if and the manager sort of, doesn't recognise if maybe Noble does start to hit the downward gradient of his career... He might need a game off. Yes. He might need
4: half a game off. I think that, yeah, that if there is training. a problem, you're right. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, problem
3: and you're Noble. totally right. The bile is almost its a symptom of, of, a, of a broader trend on the internet right now, which is having a having an opinion isn't enough. It has to be a very yeah, strong it's, opinion. It's, well, yeah. the,
4: the, the stadium itself, it's not, yeah. it can't just be oh there's some problems with the stadium yeah. there has to be ah, oh, and the things they say about, Brady when they're yes, about the, yes. that
2: sort of stuff it's I agree I nice. take a look at yourself completely yeah. agree alright that's it for uh, this edition uh, of Stop Hammer Time with me have been Benji Laniardo Good night. and Tony Wayne. goodbye uh, come on you irons Give software
4: vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone tech.com to find out how.
0: This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links
1: for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.